you think you might have it all figured out for, for the most part, like, okay, yeah, I could do this, this and that boy. I, I was humbled from day one, to be honest with you, because, you know, working with producers now, people that, you know, know way more about music than I do, you know, uh, Bradley Denniston, who's just been a huge inspiration has been more like a big brother at this point for me. You know, we're just like, a, I think he's just a year older than me. And uh, he's just so musically smart and um, has helped take, you know, a lot of my songs that I'm putting out now, you know, to another level in general. And like, you have to humble yourself in this. Like, it's either it's either you do that or you don't work with these people. Oh, it might help if I put myself back on. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a very smart man, apparently. So welcome to the Sloppy Syndicate Show. It's a pleasure to have you on, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Um, Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, just coming on the scene in 2021 with uh, Part of Me. That was your first song and uh, based out of LeBannon, PA. So what what kind of pursued, and we'll get uh, a little deeper into this, into the show, Um, what made you, or not produce, but what made you pursue a, a career in music at such a late age? You know, that's a, that's a good question. <laughs> I think, uh, honestly, uh, you know, I spent a lot of my life just uh, doing what I was, you know, was what I thought was the right thing to be doing. Um, and, uh, you know, I think it's better late than never than never kind of thing. Uh, scenario. Absolutely. Um, you know, I got very fortunate to be, uh, you know, how it all started and then kind of, you know, where, you know, where it's taking, you know, where it's going um at a late age um but it's 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 very uh it's very uh interesting you know how things are just playing out in general um but uh you know uh, that's really it's just things kind of worked out you know for me just to start doing this and that's kind of where i'm at right now so i it's hard to really kind of even explain in particular you know you know the go-ahead for it but i mean this is just kind of where i'm at now (laughs) Yeah, and you partnered up um, with the new song, Unpredictable Love. You partnered up with uh, Radium Records uh, when that was released, so that's uh, a huge step. And, uh, man, I get the vibes with this song. Um, I mean, it should be in Stranger Things. I'm I'm, I'm envisioning, I think it's season three, where they're you know skating around the uh the roller rink and holding hands and yeah you know, kind of like that date night type of deal um, yeah. it would fit perfect with that scene so that's what i envision when i listen to the song and i start bebopping and getting into it <laughs> um so there's one line in there that kind of uh caught my ear um and it says grew up and uh you know kind of um oh no where's it at this is us after all maybe we'll we will never fall so is that referring to love or what is that referring to you know, it's referring to like just the situation of, uh, you know, for me, it was uh, particular about a woman um, that I'm currently in a relationship with now. Um, but it was that the situation then was, um, you know, we don't you didn't know kind of what what the ins and outs was going to be. So, it was, you know, if you're, you know, you know, you, if you were going to fall, if you weren't going to fall, you know, in particular, if you were, you know, fall short of of it making it work or fall short just in in general you know what i mean was kind of what we were hinting towards okay 
and and fits perfect uh unfortunately i don't have that problem i seem to run them off pretty quickly so uh, no, I'm just, <laughs> you know so uh no love yeah. for me but yeah when i do find it uh they run pretty quickly so yeah. um i don't have to you know i don't have time oh, to make a song about it so <laughs> um uh so growing up in lebanon um is that where you grew up or is that where you currently reside yeah so it's actually it's actually pronounced lebanon um oh, okay yeah yeah lebanon i yeah it's it's funny it's uh or or if you're a local they call it lebanon <laughs> but uh no we i you know um i'm actually from the west coast i was born in reno nevada uh, okay. and then we moved out here when i was four and um we've been you know been here ever since so it's, it's kind of this has been my stomping grounds for a long time but uh yeah i mean it's just a small town really um you know we have you know some bigger cities around us, you know, for, for Pennsylvania, such as like Harrisburg and Reading and whatnot, York and those. So those are big areas, you know, Lebanon's just kind of a no man, no man place really. All right. And what do you think can, you know, growing up, um, you know, and it's out in the open uh, that you grew up in, you know, a lifestyle that really didn't let you express yourself or kind of, um, you know, follow your passion uh, yeah. So, you know, if, if you don't mind, touch base on that and kind of let us know um, how that affected you and how that pushed you even further and even harder to pursue, you know, making the music that you make. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I grew up I grew up um, in a really strong religious family um, in an organization that um, was pretty knee deep in it for a while. Um, and, um, you know, for a long time, I had just. I had some worries about how my life was actually leading uh, the people I was surrounding myself with, how genuine um, everyone was. And, you know, I, during this process, believe it or not, I, I lost a lot of people. I mean, um, when I decided I didn't want to do it anymore, it was kind of like, you know, everyone decided to pull back, which is, which is expected um, if you, if you grow up and, in this and uh you know so you know i knew that was going to happen and um the next step for me was trying to figure out where you know what was going to happen for me in general where was i going to go you know what was going to be the next the next thing for me um and so when i got involved um when i or i should say when i got away from everything that's kind of when i started to really be able to find myself uh, you know, I think that was kind of the biggest thing for years. I, I wasn't, you know, when you're kind of just, you're in robot mode doing the same thing every week, you know, you've really lose touch of who you are. And, uh, that's really, that's really what happened. You know, I lost touch with, with who I was and, um, you know, music was kind of a thing that was bringing me back out, you know, to what I really wanted to do with myself um and how and oh and and who i wanted to surround myself with so that was another thing you know during this process i had to you know there was a just a big changeover just within friends and with people that you 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 can easily find out who were the ones who were going to stick by your side and there was a few that did stick by my side even even uh when i left you know the organization um uh, you know, and, and a lot, you know, I, I got, was able to, you know, gain better friends. I, I, I feel, unfortunately, you hate to say it like that, but 
you know, people that genuinely love you and care about you, you know, and want and want what's best for you. You know, that was kind of like one of the biggest things for me was because, you know, getting into the industry and doing, you know, and doing music, you needed to have a good support system behind you. You needed to have people supporting you and pushing you to go further. Absolutely. And that's that's in, in general, you know, who's in your corner, who's rooting for you and who's rooting against you. And yep. you always want to have the right people in your corner. Um, yep. So I find it's, you know, that's kind of an intriguing story to me, um, you know, pursuing your passion now, um, you know, a little bit later in life, we could say, um, yep. where I was kind of uh, a little shithead kid. And, you know, I was I was in Sunday school and, and you know. <laughs> Wednesday, you know, Wednesday night, you know, non-denominational and uh, just kind of um, kind of I don't want to say grew away from it. But, um, yeah. you know, I grew I don't we don't talk about religion or, you know, you kind of yeah. you learn to express yourself and you kind of blossom sure. and grow into your own own person. Um, you yeah. know, so I was very fortunate. Um, you know, I wasn't as strict uh, growing up. So I was. um doing a lot of stuff I probably shouldn't have been doing or hearing or <laughs> listening to when I was a kid. Um, yeah. But you know, that, you know, it's made me who I am. Um, some yeah. may love it. Some may hate it, but uh, Hey, I'm like <laughs> trash Donnie. Dang it. So the trailer's rocking. Don't come knocking. You know, and, and for me, like I don't have any bad blood from my past, you know, and like, I still care about the people that were once in my life. And uh you know, I just, you know, it's, it's like if, if as individuals, we find what we want to do with ourselves, we should never be shamed in it. You know what I mean? Like, and I, you know, unfortunately that's what religion does in general is it, is it shames you and shames you because you're not living the life they want you to live or doing the things they want you to do. So once you break away from all that and you mentally break away from that and you realize, you know what, you're content with yourself, you're content with your life, and you want to do good for, for, you know, for yourself and for your family, whatever, then you got to just roll with that. You know what I mean? Like you have to, and it's hard to even like, you know, it's easy to say now, but like, really, that was my hardest thing to do, you know, is because I, I was in a dark spot for a long time, you know, um, because I just thought, you know, I thought I could offer nothing and do nothing. And uh, music really, I think, was a more of a saving grace for me than anything. And I think a lot of us would agree with that. Uh, music music helps us cope. Music gets us through the tough times. Um, and, man, I don't know where I would be uh, without music. Hell, I probably wouldn't be here. I know that yeah. much. But, uh, <laughs> you know, and, you know, yeah. we as humans are ever evolving and ever changing. And, you yeah. know, we go through, um, you know, mental struggles. We go, you know. It's yep. life. You know, we go through the phases and uh, sometimes you get stagnant. Heck, there's times I get stagnant, you know, with work and I'm just like, I'm there and I'm like, why the hell am I even here? You know, yeah. I'm just like going through the motions type of deal. Yep. And um, I think we all get stuck in that phase. And then you just you really got to find something that you love and enjoy and that you're really passionate mm -hmm. about, such as music for me and obviously music for you. Um, that's how we've come together on the Sloppy Syndicate show. And uh yeah, so music is definitely my passion. Um, not as talented as uh, the folks that I have on the show, um, but I do uh, slap a little guitar here and there. I'm not very good at it. You probably, that's, you know, so, would never be signed me. But uh, <laughs> that's fine. You know, I, I think I think anybody that's involved in music at, at all, I think it's I think it's a wonderful thing. Like, like I love you know being with artists. Like when I got into this, like what's funny is you think. You think you might have it all figured out for, for the most part. Like, okay, yeah, I could do this, this, and that. Boy, I, I was humbled from day one, to be honest with you, because, 
you know, working with producers now, people that, you know, know way more about music than I do. You know, uh, Bradley Dennison, who's just been a huge inspiration, has been more like a big brother at this point for me. You know, we're just like, a, I think he's just a year older than me. And uh, he's just so musically smart and um, has helped take, you know, a lot of my songs that I'm putting out now, you know, to another level in general. And like, you have to humble yourself in this. Like, it's either it's either you do that or you don't work with these people. And right. That's what it comes down to. And it's like, you know, there's some artists that are like, well, no, I'm, I want it this way. And, and that's just the way it needs to be. And I'm, you know, now I laugh at that because I'm thinking, man, I can never be like that at this point. Because I'm like, without these guys, like my sound wouldn't be where it's at, you know, or, you know, starting to get to. And like, so, you know, I'm very humbled by having such a great team of people to help me with that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, there's so much behind the scenes that uh, people don't see, people don't understand um, that actually goes into making music. Um, you know, once I started diving a little bit deeper, I was like, damn, they do all this for one song, you know, yeah. so you know how it is being an artist and, uh, yep. you know, people on the outside looking work. in, you don't think there's, you know, oh, I'm just standing, you know, I get up there and I sing. Yeah, a lot more than that. So those engineers have their work cut out. That's for sure. Uh, so releasing part of me in 2021 and now unpredictable love here in April. Um, is this uh, leading up to an uh, EP or an album? What do we have coming in the future? Well, we have we have a next single coming out here soon. Um, and then well, actually we have two singles starting to, to roll out. Uh, and I think they're both pretty good. Now, th what's nice about this next one is that we're kind of getting into a little bit more grittier version of what I do. You know, I like I, I grew up more of in a harder setting of music. Like I, I was a huge Tool fan and, you know, um, big into like, you know, you know, Christian rock bands as well, like Red and, you know, and, and obviously your your traditional rock like um, Metallica and stuff like that. So I I have a rockier edge to me. So I you know, but I, yeah, I didn't want to take away. I didn't want to get away from the sound that I was doing. So this next one is, is going to have a little bit more edge to it. Um, you know, and it could be a solid direction that we kind of maybe maybe we just start growing with. I don't know, but um, that's kind of what's in the works right now. So we're we're excited to release that here in the next couple months. Yeah, and I, you know, the vocals are great, and you have that deep raspy voice, uh, you know, in the vocals, which you know you don't get a ton of, um, you know. So I really appreciate. I like the I like the raspiness in the voice. Um, <laughs> Thank you. you know, just. Yeah. you know some people may not like it but that's a perfect yeah, personal preference for me both, but. um but i just yeah and i'm glad you said tool i love tool yes. um you know big tool fan uh sublime mm -hmm. um yeah all the bands i shouldn't have been listening to at 12 and 13 maybe that's what <laughs> the twisted but uh anyway yeah hey, man, um, so, now. I love so, it. so we got two songs coming up um any hint at uh when they will be released um, I think this next one we want to try to get out. Who maybe late July, early August, if not late August at the most. Um, I I have I want to do these two more singles, and then I think the next conversation is going to be uh, we are going to do a, a an EP. Um, so that was kind of you know in the works as well. Um. I've been going out to Hollywood for these releases and I will be going back out, uh, for, for this next one. So, um, we, we are, we have a, we have a guest, um, a guest drummer on this one, you know, which is funny because I'm actually a drummer myself, but I don't want to drum on my own track. 
you know, I wanted this, this drummer to be on it. So I'm excited to have him, you know, on board too. He has a pretty nice resume. Uh, Travis uh, Barker. Yeah. I wish, right. man, wouldn't that be great now? <laughs> no, no, this is, no, this is, yeah, this is a good guy. I, uh, I don't want to name drop quite yet, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, he's definitely, you know, I, he'll definitely be in the credits for it, I think, because he, uh, He's a he's a good he's a good artist too you know he's a good musician and uh, he owns a studio in Hollywood and um, like most of those artists do anyways uh, but we were able to do unpredictable love in his studio nice okay um, which is secondhand studios uh, and it's a it's a wonderful place so I mean um, you know I want to be able to go back out there and I actually what I want to really want to do is do a the full length EP out there if we can, you know, that'd be sweet. Yeah. But, you know, that's the plan, you know, just trying to juggle everything through, you know, I'm a new artist. Not many people know who I am and I'm starting to, you know, people are starting to, you know, hear songs and that's great, you know, but it's, you know how it is. It's a, it's just the game of, you know, there's a lot of us out there. And so, so. game of chess and uh, who's, yeah. who's going to King me, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But either way I'm having fun with it, you know, right? I'm and that's all it. that matters. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. And, you know, following a passion and, and staying true to yourself and, and producing music at the same time. Yeah. Um, and folks, if you're hockey fans, do not look at the score. If you are a lightning fan, it's four Oh, and yes. There we go. <laughs> I'm an ass fan. I'm um, sorry. Oh, all right. All right, folks, the show's ending now. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, no. but yeah. So, uh, I'm a Tampa fan being in Orlando. Oh, are you really? Oh, are you from Tampa? Are you in Tampa? Well, I'm in Orlando. Uh, originally okay. from Michigan, so I'm a Detroit Red Wing fan. I have, you know, Red Wing sleeve and, you know, Detroit oh, sleeve. Shit. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we have uh, haven't been so good the last few years, so Tampa's my second team. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we want that three-peat this year, but uh, I actually giving I... it to us this game, so, <laughs> yeah. Not looking oh. good, so. Yeah. But, hey, Avs haven't won in forever, so. I yeah, mean, it's been forever, it. you know, I mean, We'll let you have I, I was one. cheering for Tampa though. I was cheering like listen, if Tampa was was the other one gonna go again, I would probably cheer for them again. But yeah, I was really happy to see the Avs get this far. You know, honestly, they're both fast teams. They're very fast teams. And like, you know, Tampa has a quick offense for sure. You know, so it's uh it's fun to watch. Like watch hockey at a speed like that is because I've been playing hockey my whole life and oh nice. I grew up playing yeah. hockey. Yeah, so I played ice hockey, and I still do occasionally. It's been kind of put on the back burner, but um, I, I'm a goaltender, but I do love to play when I can. And, uh, yeah, so I, in general, I have a love for hockey. I, You know, the finals, whoever it is, you know, I just kind of got lucky this year that it was. Right. Well, <laughs> I, can, I don't, you know, half the time I don't really care who's playing. I'll, I'll watch yeah. it's hockey, you know. So, yeah. yeah, McKinnon, the way McKinnon, like he gets that puck sometimes, and he just – skates it right up the ice like nobody can touch it's him insane. yeah and they just go back and forth they're both uh, it's a good so folks go watch the hockey yeah game. go it's watch the hockey game. Right. So, um because that's what we'll be doing after we get off the show here is watching that's the right. hockey game and i may drown my sorrows because we are, like i said we're, we are zeroed we're we're getting blank right now so not not a good start but um yeah so look, hockey fans music fans yep um so if you could, uh, you know, kind of what, you know, you, we talked a little bit about Tool, um, but what what band, what song um, really put it into you that you're like, man, I really want to pursue music. This is what I want to do. You know, there's that one song or that one artist. And mm -hmm. 
you know, for me, man, I'd probably be corn. Okay. So, yeah, you know, on, you know, this is going to be funny. So when I was younger, I, uh, my first concert was a beach boys concert and I, uh, it was a, out of a, it was at a stadium. And then ever since then, those moments, cause I got to meet them in the back, like, uh, oh, nice. okay. get, get some of my dad's records signed and a couple photos back then, obviously it was the pictures. So, you know, you had to go get it developed. <laughs> we didn't have the phones to snap it. At right. The time. So, you know, it was such a, just a memorable moment for me, um, in music in general. And, you know, um, and on top of that, I, I was really growing into being a drummer because I started drumming when I was, you know, 11. And uh, all these things, all these pieces of music were starting to come together. Um, on top of that, I, I really grew up into this this Euro pop stage with like the Pet Shop Boys and, um, you know, the Psychedelic Fears and, and Cure, The Cure and the Peshmo. These are bands that I adore now and that I love. Um, and I just absolutely always love those sounds that they created um the big courses you know um catchy melodies and um i think when i got to the, the point where i wanted to start writing i was a little bit torn because i did love the rock era i did love my you know my hard rock and you know all the all the metal bands you know coheed and cambria and and stuff like that like i loved all that sound you know but I think what I wanted to write was more of of that '80s sound, but bring bring it to a modern like a modern time, like what it what it could sound like if it was you know released now, you know type right, of like thing. new age, you know kind yeah. of um, you know pop punk. And yeah, you, I mean your your songs are very melodic and you know have you know the the up tempo, the upbeat. Um, so yeah, I see what you're saying. It, you know, you bring yeah. it all into that, and you know a new age. Um, I don't know what you want to call it, but uh, there's so many subgenres out there now. Yeah, new wave, you know, even, right? Yeah. <laughs> but um, folks, yeah. definitely check them out. Kevin Whitaker, you can find him on IG. Thank you. All the major platforms. Um, where can we support uh, you as an artist? Do you have merch? Do you have uh, yes, I do. I have a, I do have a, I do have merch, um, and I'm trying to update my merch even better. Try to get better stuff, but I do have some hats and shirts there. It's uh, if you go to my Spotify. Um, or if you go to Kevin Whitaker music dot store, um, I should pop right up right there as well. Um, you know, and uh, I think, you know, anybody that's if they really dig what I do, you know, I, I hope they follow. You know, I, I, I am planning on playing more shows here soon. You know, I got a phone call the other day from uh, a big venue in Philly that was that I never submitted anything to. And it was like out of left field. They asked me to come play. And so. I'm really excited for that, you know, and that's, uh, you know, if, if you're, if I'm in your area and you're seeing this and you want to come out and support me, please do. Yeah. And I always, I, I like to throw it out there and it's kind of mind boggling. Um, so one shirt, you know, you purchase one shirt from an artist, it's almost equivalent to 6,500 streams uh, on the streaming platform. Yeah. So a t-shirt, uh, a, a CD, anything, you know, that that band or artist has to offer, um, goes a lot further than uh, just streaming their music. So yes. I know it's easy nowadays. We just hit play on Spotify or Apple Music. But, um, yep. you know, I like the old school, you know, I collect the vinyls and old school stuff just for the nostalgia factor, um, which is making a cool comeback, honestly. Um, yes. I went to yes. uh, a record day and uh, this, this store has been around for forever, Park Avenue. And 
they did like a RSR, yeah, RSR record day, um, which they do every year. And it, like I walked in and I've never seen the place so busy. I mean, there was just tons it's of people going through vinyls. And, you know, I, I, I used to, I mean, probably because it was, you know, RSR day, but, um, you know, typically I can go in and just kind of browse and take my time and find like, yeah. the, you know, the ones you can't really find. But today was more like hurry up and get it and, and try to get out because it was full. So I did get a pretty gnarly Marilyn Manson personal Jesus from 2004 yeah. um, okay. unopened. So that yeah. was pretty cool. I was kind of stoked for that. Um, you know, it's funny because CDs are making a cut. Like I was at a, a show the one week and there's people still selling CDs. And I'm like, I don't even use a CD. And then somebody said to me, you know, like they just made like a very valid point, which I just did not think about was it's just they, they said that, you know, it, yes, we don't use CDs, but it's just a piece of something that you can have. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're just buying a piece of something. I'm thinking, oh, I guess I didn't think about it like that. Like that's a that's a good idea. So, yeah, like we, you know, when, when I was younger, like we were like, oh, yeah, we got a new CD. We'd rip it open, read the credits yeah. and, you know, look at the little pamphlet and, you know, it's yep. a whole experience. So, um, you know, that this day and age kind of lacks unless they go get a CD or vinyl and, and kind of reminisce on what we had yeah. uh, <laughs> as kids. So uh, maybe that's why I'm stuck on it. It kind of takes me back to childhood and. Yeah, man, I don't know how many times I wanted to throw that damn Walkman out the window, uh, but um, yeah, I still, yeah, I, you know, every now and then I just like, I don't know, it's nice to just sit down, yeah. throw a CD in or throw a vinyl on and just sit there and listen to some, you know, <sighs> takes you back. I don't, I don't man, know, man, times have changed, haven't right. they? You know, it's it's unbelievable, it really is. Now we stream yeah. everything, right? And I remember uh, MP3 players when uh, I was in high school. And that was like the coolest thing ever. They were so expensive when they first came out. So obviously I didn't have one, but, uh, yeah. you know, just seeing them, you had this little, little thing that you could put all your music in and yep. like, you look back and it's like, man, technology has, ha has advanced so far and so quick. You're like, man, it's like digital era <laughs> yeah, all over 20,000 songs on their, on their thing. And I'm like, man, I don't even know 27, 20,000 songs. <laughs> right. LimeWire and you're burning Lime CDs wire, and, yes. like, you know, selling them to your friends for three bucks at school or, uh, you know, some lunch money. Yeah. The good old days. Now you can't do that. So but the industry has changed so much that, you know, like it, it is, it is a, a, um, it's an online game now. It's a social media game. It's getting people, you know, that, you know, they want to see videos. They want to see promos. They want to see new stuff. They also want releases and, you know, the biggest thing is like people are asked why my catalog of music wasn't like bigger. And I said, because we're just picky about what we're releasing right now. We want to release, try to release decent songs, you know, so that we don't scare anybody away <laughs> before we can get them in, you know, in at, at the table. So, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's always good to have world now, man. two great songs instead of uh, 20 OK songs. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's I appreciate um, thank you you know it's uh this day and age it's hard to keep attention and i'm guilty of it myself my attention span is uh next to nothing so you literally have maybe 10 15 seconds to catch their attention and you know you're right about the online and the you know instagram everything is uh you know online promotion and promoting yourself and yeah. you know, having the right team behind you and i'm still trying to figure out the algorithm i want to bang my head on the wall so many times because i'm like yeah, all I right best time to to post is this and then I like you don't get any hits, but it tells you it's the best time. So I'm just like I give up on the algorithm. Yeah, so. it, it's a it's all weird. Everything's so. weird. With it. 
But yes, uh, so it's been a pleasure having you on the show. I know you're Thank a busy you so man. Much. Um, Thank you very much. You know, and we'll get you on the show here in the future. And, uh, you know, much success to come for you, especially after Unpredictable Love. So, folks, go check uh, Kevin Whitaker out. You can find him on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. Uh, check out the lyric videos, things like that. More songs to come, as he said. And uh, any final departing words from you, Kevin? No, I just I, I just appreciate everybody's love and support. And um, I think that means the most to me out of all this. So, you know, I appreciate this opportunity. Thank you. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. And I always end my show this way. Folks, it is okay not to feel okay. And you do matter. So if you ever have any issues, call 1-800-273-8255. Text go to 741-741 or reach out to a loved one. And remember, you matter. So until next time, the next episode, folks, remember, keep it sloppy. And we will see you next time. Thank you. <laughs>